0: Enjoy the
1: program! We're in this
0: together. Together! Hey,
1: hey, hey! Mm, I'm recording. recording. Beep Um, boop. Hey, Kathleen. Hey! How are you? Go. it going
0: <laughs> it's great <laughs> going is great uh, i'm go, fine uh, yeah. What?
1: Uh, yes i'm fine
0: we are all fine right? that's right. Mm-hmm.
1: right i'm fine uh, i i i made sure that i uh will not cry during well, this podcast i okay. this is a i won't well i what no i don't want to speak up top and then i'll jinx it but i'm just saying won't. okay there you go
0: okay do your hey. best you know what that's all we can do we can all just do our best Yep. Welcome back to old Hollywood realness.
1: <laughs> Welcome back, you guys. Hey. This is
0: the podcast that celebrates all the glitz and glamour of Tinseltown's golden era and all Fuck the yeah. people who make it possible.
1: That's right.
0: Um, I'm Mr. Philip Estrada.
1: I'm Kathleen Dahl.
0: Um so Kathleen, um, what's new in your life? <laughs>
1: um um, Any big news know, stories, stuff maybe? And junk. <laughs> I mean, what else? Like, I don't have to go back to work for at least a month. And definitely, <sighs> I don't know. Oh my god and wow. things and stuff but <laughs> um how weird that we picked this movie like way before all this got cuckoo nuts I <laughs> because know, i right? feel like it's soups appropriate and when i said i promise i won't cry i meant that on multiple levels including how much i love this movie so oh, good. oh my god i love this movie so much so here so. we
0: go let's, br- let's yes let me, let's bring yeah. this let's bring the team yes. up to speed no no, no wait so. but
1: how you do it? because i how heard you I can't doing? work out in the park well. so Um, Are you gonna be working out like in prison, where they like find like random objects to like work out against? Okay, (laughs) I'm gonna do. I'm gonna
0: have to. I'm gonna be bench pressing milk jugs, and I'm gonna be carrying heavy books down the stairs. I'm gonna start doing shuttle runs up and down the stairs, and I'm like, sorry neighbors, I don't know what to tell you. Um, Fridge presses. (laughs) I'm already. I'm already anxiety eating and stress snacking, so I don't know. I gotta do something to keep. You You should take
1: all your sequins and rhinestones and put them into, make some sort of weighted vest (laughs) (laughs) and run up and down the stairs. Exactly. (laughs) That's a great idea. Um, oh and pants don't, don't skip leg day do it right. all no, at no, once no no yeah. i never skip leg day
0: I'm, I'm i mean i
1: know girl i, I know you don't yeah. skip leg day we all I saw mean, halloween we,
0: yeah it's like you saw the pictures you saw the pictures <laughs> um yeah from the from, from the waist down it's all gravy from the waist up it could use some work but um oh,
1: stop you look lovely
0: <laughs> you give us- look fabulous. Sir, you
1: have a swimmer's body, okay? Oh, thank you. But with you. way more booty.
0: Okay. I mean, I've got a swimmer's body, and when he needs it back, I'll give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Ayo! ay 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 ay. Okay, so, yes, this place has gone, so America's gone cuckoo bananas, and yes. um, we're all living our lives indoors now, um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, every... Um, You know, D and D nerds' dream. Um, I mean, I don't don't know. Kind
1: of mine in a way. (laughs) So Uh,
0: it's all great until like I was just like, okay, this is fine, we can handle it. And then the minute they, you know, did the stay-at-home ordinance today in Seattle, I was just like, like a caged animal crawling at the walls. (laughs) Like it's only been an hour. (laughs) Look, it
1: was all cool until they canceled the L.A. Ren Fair, and then I just had to, you know, take a moment. I was like, okay, that's cool. That is a first-world problem, but But, also I'm sad.
0: (laughs) But the turkey leg economy is going (laughs) to collapse.
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of things, honestly, Uh, with all these outdoors things. And also, um, for anyone who actually likes sports or lives with someone res- with sport like sports oh, and remember yeah. <laughs> no sports <laughs> makes no jack sports. a dull boy so get that
0: oh guy God. out there doing are there something are old games on youtube you can watch it uh, you just don't know the pretty outcome pretty much it's for. like
1: highlight reels i was like why don't you watch like a 30 for 30 and like watch <laughs> about the history of like a team i find that really great i'm not really into sports he just looks at me
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean what are you gonna do um <laughs> Well, we are actually here to talk about a movie, mm-hmm. which uh, we can pepper with our own, you know, so li- life anecdotes in as much as we want to. So yes, uh, we and, are. Sh- and
1: wait, 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 up oh, top. Sure, can sure. we just say it's not just any movie? It is a, you guys. It whoop whoop whoop. Did I hit? Okay, sorry. Uh, it's a Gene Kelly movie. We That's haven't right. done one in a long time, so That's I just want to say it's not just any movie. Uh, you're welcome, America I and mean, the world, because it's, a... it's uh yeah.
0: In fact, I believe when happen. I announced this movie, I got one of on the Instagram first Instagram comments was "Yay, Gene Kelly's butt in pants."
1: Uh, <laughs> so yeah. I
0: mean, we can't. I mean, we can't uh, poop on Jean that. Gene Kelly
1: right? smile, Gene mm-hmm. Kelly singing, Gene Kelly dancing with Sid Charisse like yin and yang, yes. bitch, yin yes. and yang. Okay.
0: <laughs> so we are talking about um, Brigadoon, mm. uh, 1954. This is an MGM joint. Um, this is directed by Mister. Vin- and to Minnelli. Um, second in a row Vincent Minnelli movie, actually. Um, so that's There's cool. There's just
1: not enough. I know. Especially now.
0: Uh, he's a busy, busy beaver. Um, this is, uh, let's see, who do we got in the main cast? We got Gene Kelly, naturally, as Tommy Albright. Van Johnson as Jeff Douglas. Sid Charisse as Fiona Campbell. Elaine Stewart is Jane and um, Barry Jones as Mr. Lundy. And Hugh Lang as Harry Beaton. Um And then our costumes, of course, is by Miss Irene Sheriff. So mm-hmm. she's bringing the looks this Thank time. Thank you. I mean, it's a I mean, Scotch plaid as far as the eye can see. <laughs> and I love that she wove in a little bit of lurex in that plaid to give you a little sparkle, yep. sh- sparkle and shine. You know, because she knew what she was doing. Um, this was actually based on a stage production, too, um, from mm-hmm. our friends Lerner and Lowe. Um, who brought us such wonders as My Fair Lady and Gigi? Um, so I yeah. mean, they of course they're killing it. Yeah. So Kathleen, what is your history with Brigadoon?
1: Oh, it's just one of my most favorite movies ever that I grew up watching. Oh, really? Yes, it was. Wow. <laughs> I fucking love this movie. Uh, I sincerely hoped that Renaissance fairs were like this, and they were not. But that's cool. It's fine. It is no. It's it's a hugely influential movie. I when I this movie and particularly Sid Charisse's character reminds me very very much of my sister Monica and. Um, But I I love this movie. Uh, I love all the costumes. I love the story. I love how much I cringe every goddamn time whenever they're trying to speak like Scottish people. (laughs) I love all the this is is Scotland American style. And it is as cringy as cliche and as cheese whiz as it gets. And everybody looks like they're just having fun but yet at the same time really pained because it's fucking Gene Kelly who needs everything fucking Gene Kelly. And I get it because he just delivers the goods but yes. my god it's fucking great there's so many the dancers you guys oh the I dancing mean, the dancing is so really, good really good
0: and i love <laughs> it the is all, so
1: good and the costumes are y- fucking I, amazing yes I mean, honestly i don't know much because i didn't really i don't I'm only going to speak out loud because I haven't really seen it, but clearly this has got to be the inspiration for all other things Scottish coming from Americans, like Outlander Mm -hmm. and um, other things. I, my name, it's Miller Lights. It's escaping me. Yeah, all those things. All those things. I'm just being, it's escaping me now because, you know, but you guys, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Come on. Yes, of
0: course. Any American person, we Um, were like,
1: this is how it is. This is cool. But there was also like a huge, uh, like a Scottish fever. that that it kind of went through like the 19th century and into the 20th century and and definitely bled into America. And this movie really does um, capture that. Um, Mm -hmm. It's that like quasi 18th century. Like why did we pick the 18th century exactly to like say, this is Scottish history. But for some reason we just keep repeating it. Right. And I'm not really mad at it because aesthetically it's really fucking cute and gorgeous. And I love how they did. It's like, uh, again, uh, hello, Outlander. It's like Dior's new look. I it's know, like Dior's right? new yeah, look, but 18th that's century. True.
0: Oh, my God. Mm. I, that is I'm true. I'm
1: just saying. Yeah. So uh, you're welcome, everyone, for this mm-hmm. wonderful <laughs> movie, because it is patient zero for all of us doing our Scottish mania stuff, uh, American style. Um, and also, too, yeah, this, this movie was so influential for me. I, in a way, even I have a dress. One of my favorite dresses, it's kind of like a Renfrew dress that I made for myself that is very much directly influenced by Fiona's wedding, the dress that she wears at the wedding, the red dress that she the wears red at the wedding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, that yeah one 100%. Is, mm-hmm. That one is clutch. I mean, it's even made from, like, a, a, a dress pattern from the 50s. It's, like, 50s medieval,
0: mm-hmm. and I, I
1: totally made it not – you know just with that whole intention of it being like how 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 much can i get how brigadoony can i be I
0: she's how like tw- i want to be fiona <laughs> like
1: like how much how on the on the twirl scale like can i, I know, get to like right? level eight in this dress and yes <laughs> yes dear listeners i can i can twirl like a motherfucker in that dress and it's one of my favorites so anyway what about you? <laughs> you know this movie? <laughs> um
0: I honestly don't have a history with Brigadine. um honestly at all. This one kind oh of my God. um this one kind of flew under the radar for me, uh of those films and uh yeah, so this was my first time actually watching it, which was cool and oh it was God. interesting to watch. I, I can't know.
1: believe this is I, I know this about. I, what? I know, right? And, oh,
0: this is going to be another hot take too. I didn't really connect with it, honestly, as much well, as I pro- probably... If I watched it when I was younger, probably would yeah. have. This did have a little bit like kind of... it gave- I connected more with, like, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, which also had, like, a big kind of oh. Scottish overtone with that, too. Oh, my Lots God. Lots of bagpipes. Can we
1: please do that movie? We, oh, I we will. That movie
0: is the... So I mean, much. Angela Lansbury in her middle-aged oh my prime. God. Yes. Oh, my God, I like, can't <laughs>
1: believe it. It's, is it. That's, like, in the Disney vault of darkness. I love it so yeah, much. Yeah, that one
0: is really good. That one, <laughs> I think, came out very very shortly after um, uh, Mary Poppins, because it had very much similar oh, yeah. kind of, like, mm-hmm. formulaic, where it's, like, they go to the land where it's Diana made it and stuff and it's yeah, for it was sure stuff. yeah we um, had that
1: on vhs and that was oh, God, oh man that. that was fucking that great was a good one um, yeah. but so
0: that's kind of what it harkened back to me and then also to the only connection i ever had of it as well was the fact that they made a joke on family guy about donnie most raising, rising from the mist every 100 years <laughs> and they sang donnie most donny fantastic. monday it's so tuesday good. happy days and then when he when they finally like he got to where he rose completely he's like i go by don most now it was i don't know it's just the funny i was like why would you make a brigadoon reference in a fits that's what i love about family guy honestly is that oh they're fantastic seth, yeah. seth seth um seth mcfarland is such an old hollywood queen and he loves Mm -hmm. old musicals and stuff like that even though he's not a queen um but uh he just loves musicals and he loves old movies and he makes references to them all the fucking time like i tell
1: you what funny with money
0: okay like that's all
1: you need (laughs) but it's
0: so good so i just that was so that's how i kind of knew it and um, so I watched it with fresh eyes and, um, yeah, I, and I had done a little bit of research of it too, because there's some references to some, um, in some of our literature, um, that we constantly reference. Um, so mm-hmm. since I, since not a lot of it was written about in our, um, our big book of costume designers that um, Vincent Rosemary gave us, cause I'm yeah. sure I've had done it before, but there was. You know, there was actually reference to it in a book that you got me for Christmas, Kathleen. Um, <gasps> one one MGM style. Um, right. a Cedric Gibbons and the Art of the Golden Age of Hollywood. So... <laughs> Apparently, he's, he's – I mean, this book is actually really cool, and I really can't wait to, like, dig into it and actually read all of it. But, you know, life gets in the way. But now that we all have coronavirus, I'm going to – you know, sorry, COVD-19 or whatever, however we're doing it, COVID-19, I'm going to probably end yep. up reading this entire book cover to cover. Um, oh, sweet. And um, goodbye, muscle tone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's – so the book is uh, called MGM Styles by Howard Guttner, who also wrote – wrote gowns by Adrian which so this yes. guy has a pedigree of uh, books under his belt mm-hmm. but he wrote about um the um Cedric Gibbons being the sort of MGM's kind of st- uh what was he was the set decorator or art director I never get that right um I think was the art he was director. the head of the art di- he's the art department so he was the art director for MGM um from 1924 to 1956, so not a bad career. And he did he Jeez. did art direct this movie. And one of the things that I was reading about in the book was um, how the sets of this film was actually two sound stages that they connected together and made one big giant set. So the wow. entire so the entire Brigadoon piece that you actually mm-hmm. see is one big giant indoor theme park. <laughs> like it's Jesus, crazy That's like Wizard of Oz. Basic. Kind of shit. Yeah, but wow. there was like there wasn't multiple sound stages. Well, there were two mount sound stages, but they literally just like connected them together the way so that they had them going. And then they built everything the way that they needed to. So it had giant like backdrop painted backdrops and scrims and all that for the wow. um, for like the skyline and all that. Which were and,
1: beautiful. I, I mean, mean the, you look like it's like it reminded me of like Mary Blair or like watching like uh like sleeping beauty or Cinderella or something like one of the Disney ones, you know, it was
0: very like the, when they were in Brigadoon was probably super cool because everything looked very fantastic, but also in a way that was like natural everything did look Mm -hmm. natural, but it just looked to a way where like, If you had ever, if there are places that you can go to and look like this, and you're just like, this isn't, this is unreal. And it had that sort of unreal natural quality to it. That was really cool. And I loved reading that and watching the movie. I was just like, this is, that's some feats of engineering to do, like to really kind of make that kind of, because they couldn't film on location. was one of the big deals with this movie. So they were wanted, they originally wanted to film in Scotland, for the movie but um the weather was unpredictable and they couldn't Mm -hmm. really film outdoors so they ended up having to scrap that and that was kind of one of the big things that um vanelli actually wanted to do he really really wanted to film um on location of there. course
1: he did and
0: because you know uh <laughs> but this uh but that kind of like took the wind out of his sails for this movie when that when they weren't able to do that so he kind of yeah. i feel like he might have phoned it in a little bit on this movie which i think um not to say that he did but um it was just an interesting kind of you know that was kind of cool that he i oh, sorry, not cool, but it was um, something to think about that he mm-hmm. was kind of not fully emotionally invested in this film, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting because he did this one in 54 and then Gigi was in 58 and he got to do all of the, um, you know, he got to do all the um, exteriors. On- exteriors and on-site, yeah. you know, um, all location shots he could do there, which was great for him then to really, you know, get to do that. But um, I did not think it was interesting. But also, too, um, in my research as well, my cursory research on this movie, because so much is going on in this this time period that I yeah, couldn't really yeah. dedicate. But apparently, the um, the vibe of the the musical, the stage musical, is a lot different than the movie because mm-hmm. apparently they cut. They ended up cutting a lot of musical numbers, like they singing did. singing numbers. Um, what when, when yep. they. Uh, translated it from stage to screen and which I, which is interesting too, because I'm like, well, I got Van Johnson there. Like what was going on there? But apparently they originally had Howard Keel in the role of uh, yep. Gene Kelly. But when there was conflicts, they ended up switching it to Gene Kelly. And then it became more of a dancing movie. Exactly. Which was, I'm like, Hmm, I wonder if that's the, if that was the case, because I'm like, cause I kept kind of thinking about this against, um, against our you know our beloved singing in the rain and there's so much more like i connected so much more to that film than i did this film and i think it was because there were more song and dance numbers and less just straight up dance numbers which i think which i you know the the dancing was gorgeous too like the you know the traditional scottish dancing was was beautiful
1: gene kelly's hand was all over stuff to the point of not having enough of all those other things that like in Singing in the Rain. You have like Donald O'Connor, and you have, right? Um, you know, um I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> her name gay But even like, oh, Debbie Reynolds, Le- yeah, Le- Debbie Reynolds, right? Even with like the Lena Lamont. Le you have oh, these yeah. other things. Like there were, there's more of a balance, and there's comedy um, too.
0: There's a lot more comedy right. in other films where this one felt very like it felt like a musical drama as opposed to like yes. a musical comedy. So it was harder for me to get personally invested in this movie. So. Yeah. I guess that's yeah that was and, my uh, journey you mentioned it.
1: van johnson how fucking hilarious was he though he got the best lines he and did i i thought he was like even watching it now i'm like i can connect with him in a modern way like i'm like i'm him like, mm-hmm. he's so fantastic but i also did love how um like at the end i, I thought yeah you're right like in a way it, it is they do kind of make it more serious but i also enjoyed it i think um how it even at the end it's like they weren't the same after that experience. Right. And you know what it kind of reminded me of is, like, um, when back in the day, PBS used to do these, like, um, early, early reality shows where people had to, like, live like it was another time period. Oh, I remember that. And it was, like... Families. It wasn't just like you know. Wasn't it, was it called adults. like
0: the uh, something there was like, like 1900 Pri- house? Yeah, 1900 prairie house, yeah. house and all that. Yeah.
1: And I just remember, I think the one where it was like all the people had to live like lived on the prairie, and I just remember one of the um w- the very last episodes because one of the families was like this family from malibu or whatever and the kids were used (laughs) to this very like this is pre-instagram but probably like that kind of lifestyle and it was interesting because they went and did that and then you saw them being interviewed afterwards and they reminded me very much of them after going to brigadoon where they were just like yeah i'm back to this life now but i feel super empty like they were just like but that this other life like did something and I can't quite articulate it, and my parents don't get it, but I get it. It's like they really felt out of it, and that's what it kind of reminded me of. Is like, it's just they 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 sort of are addressing this like idea of wow, you know, like you kind of were taken back to this like simplicity. And again, that's that's sort of this big fantasy. Even a lot of people have this now of like, I'll just go back to the old west. I'll just go back right. to these simpler times. Yeah. You know, so I think it's part of that. That oh, whole wow. fantasy too. But, <laughs> just like could this be uh, more prescient
0: yeah. right now? <laughs>
1: oh, hundred percent. Dude, this is why, like, I was just like, I need another night because I keep <laughs> weeping when I watch this movie <laughs> for other reasons. But also good. It's a good movie. It's and, a good movie. Um, no, don't get me
0: wrong, it's a good movie yes. and there's so much to see and so much beauty in this movie. So don't take the fact that I don't um that I didn't connect with it personally as like an uh, like an assault on this movie. It was it's a yes. great movie.
1: And and also too, I want to say this was um, I've I've spoke to and obviously it's very evident this was such a gateway movie for so many people who, you know, like you said, you know the the sets and everything. You're like, could that be real? But I've heard, I have, you know, and I know, and i a lot of people who actually have been to Scotland. Yes, it yum, is that beautiful. Yum. Yes, it is that gorgeous. It is everything they painted in *Brigadoon* as far as being wonderful and the people are wonderful and it is just it is all of that it is all of that and so um it is it is the most wonderful yet sometimes cringy love letter (laughs) to scotland and scotland we love you so much as you can say from this movie we absolutely i can't tell you how much it's like movies like that help people get through dark days and then they save up their pennies and like my own mother who went to Scotland and places like that in the seventies and and actually started in the seventies and has gone throughout her life and still loves to go to this day and she absolutely loves it. It is a magical place. Yeah. You people are magic.
0: I'm just saying. <laughs> you I'm people. saying
1: I mean, you are because your music and your dancing and your zest for life and it's great and wow. just being great. Like I know I've been and everybody is like really cool. Uh, one of my coworkers is going in a couple of months. Is gonna go up to Edinburgh. So yeah, Scotland's oh, a great place. It's chock full of history and it is. it, it magic is real. I'm I just know. saying. It is. <laughs>
0: oh. uh, yeah. The closest I've ever been was uh, Ireland, which I think Ireland, even uh, yeah, Ireland yeah, is gorgeous too. Yeah, that would be. Too. Yeah, like, there's those are like yeah, it's just up so there with like magical places. Like, yeah. yeah, we Freaking were cool um, going there. We did the Aran Islands, <laughs> and the Aran Islands were just like oh wow, Jesus that's Christ, awesome. it's like this because this can't be real. Yes. Like, it's bananas, yes. but this you know it is real, and um, yeah. So I can't ima- I can only imagine that um, you know. Scotland is killing it when it comes to scenery
1: <laughs> yeah exactly and 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 you know that I think the costumes were so beautiful oh, like you said God. they were all built I mean, for dancing exactly um, I yeah. absolutely absolutely love her dress I love Sid the, Charisse's off with oh, the portrait neck yes and the, the main dress neck.
0: is beautiful.
1: Oh my God, she. You know what she reminds me of is like you know those those pumpkins that you can get in the fall that are white but they're orange inside. Oh yes, that's what it's like. Oh, oh
0: my yeah, God. She's that's like so a good. One way. That's princess. so sweet. Yeah, that's such a wonderful way of looking <laughs> yeah. at it. And, and she's I... like the
1: sunrise and the sunset, <laughs> that yellow scarf. Yeah, exactly. she's yes. amazing. That's so Irene Sheriff because she's all about color yes. and like drape and movement and just those like subtleties of. Of oh my god I love her so much, but Uh, I also love that it had
0: that like kind of because it's supposed to be the um, 1700s which had that Mm -hmm. 18th century which could which you know nipped in waist it wasn't super like super duper like she's gonna break in half yeah definitely but it also everyone kind of had a little bit of like a peigné kind of bucket Mm -hmm. peigné side thing so it did have the hip some but some extra volume on the hips was was gorgeous
1: 18th century 1950s full fantasy yes and then all made in these like butter soft drapey crepes or whatever so that like even though it was like uh, you know Historically Hysterically acu- Accurately dra- Draped <laughs> hysterically um, accurate. With these Really awesome They were supposed to They were supposed to mimic Like stays of the 18th century mm-hmm. um, But they were wearing them Like they do in Hollywood On the outside Because they're yeah. all about The corsets on the outside yeah, Right really.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean if you're gonna wear A corset um, okay. Wear on the outside yeah. i say hey
1: <laughs>
0: You paid money for that corset Show yeah, it off Yeah yeah Show
1: it off oh, yeah. So um, But they look really beautiful Because then it's all paired With these Teeny tiny little bags La shoes and everybody is just a fantastic dancer mm-hmm. doing freaking Gene Kelly choreography. Yes, so we got. storytelling how. I mean, a go f- go. <laughs>
0: yes, so I don't know how said Charisse was doing those. We were just doing that dancing in these corsets because they were um, so tight, amazing. you could tell. Like they were so tight on her waist, and she was just yep. nipped in. She, she looks like a wearing... Mary
1: Blair picture, where like literally the girls have like triangles, like triangle yes. bodies, and like their ni- the <laughs> waist comes to a point. Oh my um, goodness! And she and the way she performs, like like I said, they're like yin and yang.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, their
1: dancing when they do Heather on the Hill is yeah. amazing. And um, just cinematic, absolutely cinematic. You know that is all, like if you've seen Singing in the Rain, um, 800 times like Philip and I, and that's individually. <laughs> okay, not together. Yeah, no, that's um, not cumulatively. You, will, you will be able to recognize the nuances and the magic that is a Gene Kelly's cinematography. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, you know, you know. I know Beyonce's known for like the fan and whipping her hair in the fan, <laughs> and things flowing in the fan. That's some Gene Kelly shit up there because I he loved to put a lady in a gorgeous little chiffon, like something with chiffon trailing off, running up a stairs, going to the top and fan <laughs> and i am not mad at that
0: because you I don't see that and about
1: that. Uh, and i think that like it and just to remind everybody sid sharice is the um flapper that he does the amazing Ram- dance with yeah. and and sort of the the fantasy dance with in singing in the rain um and he we used to say that like, he, i i even remember growing up my parents saying this with was that Sid Charisse was his favorite dance partner. And I feel like you can really see that. I think, um, but I always, I've also heard that Sid Charisse was sort of a go with the flow kind of gal. Uh. So um, maybe she, you know, she was uh, in a sense, almost like a Doris Day where it's like, look, you know, what time do I need to be there? Get the work done, do the thing, not make drama, you know, like she just was like that, you know? Um, And so uh, I think that, sounds like it flow I, I have not read any memoirs I can't quote any of this but uh, you you see that there's sort of like a a great uh they obviously have a chemistry together
0: right yeah uh, according know. to according to the trivia on IMDB they um apparently this movie she says they, they claim that she says this was her favorite movie that she worked, I in, can, worked uh, in, So uh, please I mean I mean yeah.
1: look at her I mean this is her this is her clear day. Yeah, I mean she looks, phenom- is, she looks phenomenal uh, in this movie yeah. too. So she, yeah, she does well. She does everything she was asked to told and told to do. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know and um and she dances so well with all the other gals. Mm-hmm. Uh I just the ensemble dancers and their uh their costumes are just beautiful and um I've I've loved them forever. Like to me like growing up watching this and then, like, like I know I always bring up the Renaissance Fair, but I think about that because I remember, like, when I first wanted to go, like, wanted to go and was gonna dress up and work there as a teenager. This was sort of my, like, this is what I thought of. I was just like, so it's gonna be like Brigadoon, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was not like Brigadoon. You're people, like, I'm gonna
0: travel back in time to no. the last Land. <laughs>
1: but I wish it was. To be honest, I wish that. Honestly, I wish that renaissance fairs in general, or at least there was a genre of renaissance fair that was more of the 18th century ilk where you could wear things that were of the sort of Brigadoon slash Outlander slash... Uh, Hamilton kind of uh, you right. know that yeah. early America because
0: I think uh, they 18- have that and, in... and
1: Marie Antoinette and all that. I, I mean, I, mean pirate do fairs do that. I don't know if they do anything.
0: I don't know if they do anything in like Colonial Williamsburg because I feel like that would be a place they, where they do. But
1: it. I mean, just you know how like there's like Renaissance fairs everywhere. Right. I wish there was more like 18th century fairs, right? Everywhere.
0: Like Revolutionary era,
1: right? Yeah, but because then you or... could like go and you're like you know full fantasy. Like mm-hmm. if we want to do like the Court of Versailles, you could do that. If you want to yeah. do like um, Madonna and company um, <laughs> like uh, doing like Vogue, yeah. the Vogue live performance oh from the MTV God, Music Awards right. from 1990 that I uh, just want to remind everyone he's going to be 30 years old this year, people. 30 years old. Right? 12 years old, I saw that live. It changed my life forever. Thank you, Madonna. You saved my life. Yeah. I just want to say that out loud. Whatever she is to say, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, at I one know. point, don't, we need to remember who, who Mother hits. Madonna was and who she was and how important this is yes. and uh, change Changed our lives forever, Philip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, that performance was epic. Um, epic. Epic.
1: Anyway, where were we? 18th no, century fine. Brigadooniness, I, yeah. and uh, yeah, I just love it so much. I love the costumes. I it's on my bucket list. I want to make it for my sister. But if somebody, somebody, fo- sh- seriously, okay, they should cosplay that. That'd All right. Bring it where that do that. Sid Charisse outfit, the ivory outfit where it's like the, like she's pumpkin princess. OK, yes. please, somebody with the hair, everything. Bring it to the L.A. for in 2021. <laughs> Why don't we need we need more of this? We need more of this. <laughs> also those board. tights co- <laughs> co- oh my god the
0: bias cut tights that the men were wearing and we wearing. talk
1: about the bias cut <laughs> tights give me give me give me like give me, give me, give me. oh my yeah. god
0: those were Dude, so um Ugh.
1: you would look good in those I okay? mean,
0: not to brag but i got gams all right so yeah. i think i can pull them off but there He's were so many
1: strata <laughs>
0: <laughs> leg <off>. up <laughs> Leg up, sun's out, Um, guns
1: out, legs (laughs) up.
0: Exactly. So, I mean, there are so many good costumes in, like, the male, like, kind of male chorus. I know. Yeah. my God. It needed to happen in my life. They were so good. Um, And like
1: you said, the realism, like, the mixing of the the colors were fantastic. I have to clap in between those two because
0: (laughs) it is so good. So true.
1: Cinematic, you guys. Cinematic. And everything fits amazing. You see... Uh, you know, I mean, yes, Gene Kelly's, but we let's we'll, we'll put it out there. His pants look good; they're high-waisted. He's the only man who can pull them off like that because it you see it. Clean lines, clean lines. Yes, yes exactly. He was the so, only man
0: who can wear, you yeah. know, those high-waisted pants without a without a jacket. So I mean,
1: yeah. But Van Johnson, on the other hand, I mean, come on, okay. I'd hit it. Like he's my people, <laughs> he's my people. I'm like, oh my god, you're great. Oh my god, <laughs> I feel like I like if I was if I were I feel like him. Like if I were if I were in that story, I if they pick a role, I'm like him jeff i'm jeff yeah Yeah, but i loved it because at the end like he was ride or die with his friend he got it because he's like it changed my life too i just didn't meet someone who i connected with on this earthly plane but i'm here i'm here for it i get it i get it he's like i murdered somebody it's all
0: good (laughs) yeah i
1: may allegedly i may have I, I drink a lot we've established this up top from like yeah. the first scene so.
0: there you there yes he's definitely the booze hound he's always like a little
1: sweaty this. but then that whole scene with the psycho girl who's like yes. "No, you brought me here oh my god that was so fantastic he's like get away from me like,
0: you're like i know right
1: i loved it it's so good
0: god he's she he's, i love that she's like are you she's like are you married and he's like i never touch the stuff uh, <laughs> so good Oh goodness! Uh. Um, I do have to note, though. I don't know if you're aware of this, Kathleen, but the the cream the cream. Um the cream Sid Cherise gown is in a collection. It's in the one Mr. Larry McQueen's collection.
1: I was hoping you'd say that. So, <laughs>
0: yes, yeah, So, Mr. Larry McQueen from our Larry McQueen episode. Check it out. Oh, um, my God. He actually has this costume, so it's in his collection. So, we are. Ha- I'm glad that this is in a good home. And Me, too. And um, it's being loved and taken care of. And hopefully it'll be um, on display at some point somewhere. I mean, it
1: is without a doubt, it is one of my favorite costumes, honestly, of all time. Just for for reasons. Just just because, like, as a technical designer, but like, (laughs) I I do, I love dancer. I have a special soft spot in my heart for dancers, anyway. And I love dancer costumes. And I love the fact that they were able to recreate. Uh, uh, like an 18th it's clearly like an 18th century silhouette but 1950s and she looked like again like a mary blair cartoon yeah. and um it, it just the drape and the color and i love how it's like just when you think she's wearing this cream dress and then there's that pop of orange and it's it, it and i love that portrait neck I love I know. everything about it. It's such a
0: fascinating, it. like, kind of a very bold statement to do that kind of a neck on. It's it. so artistic. It's, it's so modern. It's I like know. it's
1: it's very dancer'y, and that's yeah. why like um, it's. I I love it. It's just complete artistry, and she wears it so beautifully. I know, like the way that Sid Charisse moves in her clothes is like a dancer. Like like she like they it's it's there's there's harmoniousness to the way she does everything, and like she's just enjoying every moment. And she's so beautiful. She looks like a beautiful cat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, oh and I just I think she's just so cool. I think she's like she's just a great lady. We we haven't really celebrated how amazing Sid Charisse. is. She had her own TV show and oh, she, she was a fabulous dancer Um and and was a, a fucking talk about leg up she was kicking it in a hot broad way up until like you know her old age so Fantastic. just you know another testament to like staying active and and just loving life and um yeah she's just great but yeah I, I this movie is and also van johnson i mean he's he's another guy just that's true i mean yeah i just i loved him as though i love him more as he got older like there's just and i love <laughs> i love his character in here he feels so Like there, so when I watched this, even the other day, I was like, "Could this have been done?" I feel like this could. Of course, we'd all ruin it nowadays. But like, (laughs) if 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 this could be done modern, because it's such a bro fantasy, it really is. It's such a, I mean, it's definitely done with like a male gaze and a male hand. It's it's Mm -hmm. got Gene Kelly all over it, but specifically just a very masculine sort of like feel to it and like the dialogue and everything and just sort of even what the women do and all that. And yes, I could get b- very bechdel about that, but I, I, I'm I, not, I'm not. I right, love this yeah. movie so much because, um, let's face it, it did, I mean, Outlander would not exist without this. And I'm, mm-hmm. I am I, don't really know it, but I know a lot of people love it. I know it for the costumes and I know the impact it's had on society pretty much in general. But think of all those also, all those freaking Scottish romance novels, ladies, I mean, ladies. Right? Uh, <laughs> love thank on the blues. You. Oh, this goes back to this.
0: Okay. Highland handmaiden. All right.
1: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> all those ones with Fabio and plaid back oh from like God. circa 1994. Okay, I ladies. I'm all right. Fabio. I'm nailing you. I've got I, you. I got you. I all love right? love <laughs> Fabio. <laughs> I can get into specifics. There was a time
0: that long
1: hair... And tans on these men were <laughs> so important in the '90s. <laughs> you could have Supremo Butterface, but goddamn, if they had hair like you, Philip, they just whipped that shit around and just pussy, f- just just threw itself at their feet. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I know this was sploosh. Houston, in the mid '90s, y'all. I can't make this up.
0: I know, God's. I wish, uh, man, the days of yore, right? Oh, Did man.
1: I mention that the strip club that Anna Nicole Smith worked at was down the street from where I grew up?
0: No She'd way! Just
1: ray. Yes, it was. Okay, <laughs> yes, it was. She's my people. She's my people.
0: That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved all the really like the beautiful like kind of ensemble scenes. Like the market scene in the beginning was really mm-hmm. cool. Like. Um, Clearly taken directly from the musical because you could see a musical opening that way, like on Broadway, being like with everybody coming on stage. Oh, and I doing know. I, whole it's number. so good. It was like, like, kind of singing and doing that whole thing. And then, like, all the action happening in the background. I just love that. And I I don't know. It just reminded me a lot of, like, My Fair Lady in a little bit. Like, I don't, I just, I, don't, I loved it. It was so nice. And well, and, and to your to it, even like the Ensemble costumes and stuff.
1: Well, no, I they're fantastic and you were talking about like sort of being like the sort of the Broadway. How about that ending where you're like, are you going to hug already? Are you going <laughs> to hug already? Are you going to kiss know. her? I really was hoping cuz I hadn't watched in a while and I was like, I forgot how they just sort of end in that classic like we're not touching you. We're it's it's so dancery where they don't really hug or embrace or whatever. Right, yeah. And it's um but I'm just like waiting for her to like, I, cause she comes, she keeps slowly walking up to him in that very ballet way, and I just mm-hmm. want her to like run up and smush faces with freaking Jim Kelly, but it doesn't <laughs> happen. It doesn't happen. You're like, you, you should pick her up and spin her around in that gorgeous dress. It doesn't happen, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's fine. fine. You're so pretty. I'll just, wa- I'll just keep watching. It's fine.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh goodness. Um. Yeah, so uh, I didn't really do a recap of this episode. For That's the, okay. Of the storyline, not much to tell you. Um, it's pretty. It's a pretty um, easygoing storyline, so I can kind of wing it real fast. So. Basically, you got Gene Kelly and Van Johnson. They are from New York, and they are uh, they go to they go to Scotland to hunt grouse for some reason. I think they just needed to escape the city and what have you. Gene Kelly is clearly, um, you know, he's one of those people that just is just not content with his life and those sort of things. So they go to, um, they get lost in the Scottish moors in the Highlands. And then um, the next morning, they're trying to figure out their, they're trying to, find where they are and then a city just sort of appears out of the mist and that city is brigadoon and then they go they go down to try and find scrounge up some breakfast and then they realize that everybody in the city is a little bit strange and they kind of treat them with a lot of like uh, they're you know they're very wary of them and that's when they meet Sid Charisse's character Fiona and then she's like all about it she's like yes queen. she's like she's, I know she's, she's she like, catches not
1: look what I'm <laughs> look at what I'm wearing
0: <laughs> I know she <laughs> hey. like look, takes one look at Gene Kelly and she's like sploosh like let's make this yep. happen like, instant love yeah so she sends him down to the square to get some breakfast and then it turns out that it's um uh, somebody's wedding. It's um, did I say whose wedding it was? This um, is her sister's. Her sister's wedding. So Fiona's s- sister, um, Jean, Jean Campbell's getting married. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so she's getting married to another dude who um is uh Jimmy play- Jimmy Thompson plays Charlie Chisholm Dairy pimple Dar Pool. <laughs> D-A-L-R-Y-M-P-L-E. pool <Darlenpool. laughs>
1: And they sing go home with Bonnie Jean. And yes. <laughs>
0: Bonnie. Yes. He goes to go home with Bonnie Jean. And so because it's his wedding, he's like, let's feed these guys and get them wasted. And then mm-hmm. they do. And then um, then, then this the cute little blonde chick really wants to get down with Van Johnson's D. So she's she, a psycho. She's, but then
1: also Gene Kelly's character finds out that like, because he first when he meets Fiona, he and then he he hears the last name, he's like, oh, he assumes she's getting married. Right. But then when they're hanging out. He's uh, and he meets he meets the uh, the the husband to be. Right. He finds out that no no right. it's her sister. And then uh, the, yeah, then and he's, he's
0: like swing. <laughs> yeah,
1: then he's like hole up. And then oh, it's like, yeah. and, and then meanwhile <laughs> too, this is all
0: the while there's this guy whose name is Harry Beaton. He's yep. played by Hugh Le- Lang. And he's, he's all super
1: like, hot and disenchanted. And okay, needs okay to get by the, the way, fuck but, out can of we, there.
0: but can we talk <laughs> about the fact that he looked like straight up Jean Claude Van Damme? Yeah, like, he literally looked like a spitting image of Jean-Claude Van to the point where I was just like, what is JCVD doing in this movie? Like, get out of here. Scram.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but he literally so watch out for that. He looks just like Jean-Claude Van Damme. No joke. Um, And he's really butthurt. He's like he can't. He, so he was in love with Bonnie, uh, Bonnie Jean, but it's mm-hmm. because she's getting married to Charlie Chisholm-dorom-pull. He, uh, he's all bitter about it. And he's like, oh, well, wanna- and then
1: he can't leave because he's right. like, well, look, he's like, I want to go off. to Like, I, w- I actually plans to leave or marry her. So now I'm trapped here right. and I can't marry her. So what the fuck? I don't right. like I just want to I hate everyone and everything right now. Like exactly. this fucking blows. And so- yeah
0: so van johnson goes off to hang out with his um psycho blonde lady and then jean kelly goes off to try and like woo shid character so they go and they kind of like get to be friendly and then they're gonna go um she's like why don't you help me pick white heather and then so they go to pick white heather and all this stuff and then he goes he's like oh there's more over this bridge and he goes over there and for some reason she's like oh my god do not cross that bridge whatever you do i'm gonna poop my pants if you do and then um, <laughs> oh wait wait, like,
1: wait wait wait, wait, we should also talk about before though she sings a song before all this happens when they're all like preparing for like and oh, it's right, like yeah. lady, ladies be getting ready for the wedding and it was right. very like seven brides for seven brothers which again you could totally tell it was made by man because it's like there's either girls dre- like they're either dancing in their underwear or they gotta pretend there's another dude there and they're like right. <laughs> we can't have fun unless I pretend I'm a man <laughs> and I'm gonna be a man and marry you and <laughs> right. and I love it because her song it's called waiting for my Dairy," which is like honestly the voice of reason throughout the entire 1950s where you she's just like yeah like because they're like well why aren't you man hungry and wanting to marry anything <laughs> that walks by you're clearly 19 or whatnot
0: I know, and, right you're and 17 like, get married exactly
1: <laughs> and she sings this really awesome song where she like retorts to all of their sort of you know uh, sort of questions about it and she's like no I'm waiting for like it was basically like quality over quantity mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the right one I'd mm-hmm. rather wait for the right one who never comes than settle on someone who's going to make my life miserable exactly. and that is a take-home you guys exactly. <laughs> so Um, it's a really good song um, and it's done really well and so that is sung up top so when she meets Gene Kelly it's like that boom love at first sight like magic thing and so I think that's what makes it so magical and why it's Outlander (laughs) I'm sorry
0: all comes back. Continue. It all comes back to Outlander. So well, yeah, I'm so she, saying. so she's like falling in love with him clearly because she's already yep. set that intention out in the world. Yep. She put, she secreted that. She made a vision board. She's gonna be like, I'm done yep. to wait for my man's. She's like, my done one a whole dance mans. number with her exactly. sisters in
1: company. One of them so, who decided to dress and you know dra- as a drag king and like woo her, and she's yeah. like not having it, not having it. Right. I don't care about so, your mustache. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Sorry. So when, uh, so when she goes to, so when he goes across the bridge, it like, she kind of freaks out and he's just like, okay, there's something up going on here. And then, mm-hmm. um, he, the, uh, he finds Van Johnson later on and they're just like, we kind of have to figure out what's going on here. And, um, sh- then they, f- then they find the Bible which the Bible has like her name and all her parents' mm. names and the family names all written in them. And then the date, which is from the 1700s. And mm-hmm. he's just like, hmm, something's not adding up. So he uh, he asked Therese what's going on with the dates and why is all 1700s. And then she takes him to go see the Mr. Lundy, the um, school teacher, like this the mm-hmm. headmaster of the school. And he tells them the whole deal. So apparently the whole deal is, is that Brigadoon is... What so the um, sorry, so the 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 vicar or the ch- priest or whatever the minister of right. the church was was very nervous about the town because it was being overrun by witches in the 1700s and he thought this
1: but all gets super bullshitty and vague a in little the movie bit like uh, okie dokie, even with a modern eye, yes, I <laughs> yeah. agree. I'm like, yeah, they could have worked on that.
0: So he goes and he makes a deal with God. That to protect yeah. the town, that there he's going to kind of make put them into suspended animation every night for a hundred years. So every night when they go to sleep, it kind of like ceases to exist. And then when they wake up, it's a hundred years, years later.
1: It's fast forward a hundred years later. Yeah.
0: So when at the beginning of the f- it's really kind of a throwaway line, but in the our. kind of like interaction this beginning of the movie the mayor comes in or something and he's like here's the map it's been two days since the miracle and so literally they've been living with this reality for two days yes Yes. (laughs) meanwhile they all know all the details. They know all the, like, what could happen and all this stuff. So if anybody leaves the town from Brigadoon, they basically, like, erase Brigadoon. So that's why she got, like, don't go over the bridge and all that stuff. But if you are not from Brigadoon, you can leave at any time. So Right. That's why it's very like foreshadowing when Harry. And then Beaton, there's also
1: like a, a true love can conquer anything sort of. of that's a subtests. caveat that
0: was not talked about at the bigger, at that, at this part. So yes, <laughs> if, if a person does love somebody, you can stay and whatever. Anyway, so they don't um, bring it up to the end. Sorry. Right. And then Harry Beaton's like, that's why it's very foreshadowing that he's like, Oh, I want to get out of here. Um, Cause he technically can't. So, they're like, so Gene Kelly and Van Johnson are like, uh-huh, this sounds plausible. So basically <laughs> what there's what happens is is a 200-year-old city that has just shown up one day. So um they kind of buy, uh, Gene definitely buys into it. Van Johnson, not so much. So then yeah. that night they have a the big wedding, and it's all glamorous and all amazing, and there's so much dancing and beauty. And then Harry Beaton kind of like, get loses his mind a little bit. And he kind of hollers. He like goes in and kind of sexually assaults Bonnie Jean during their wedding dance, which yeah. I'm just like, whoa, dude, like wait a day, like calm down. <laughs> like it's not that serious. Um, And then a giant chase ensues. And he's like, I'm getting out of here. Fuck this joint. So, and then if he does, he, so everyone's like, stop Harry, beaten because it's gonna erase the town if he, do, if he does that so they're basically this whole big chase scene happens and um, then the, meanwhile during this entire chase scene that's happening all around Van Johnson he's still hunting grouse which I thought was an odd choice to do during the middle of a manhunt but he then shoots out of the tree thinking it's a grouse but it's actually Harry beaten and he, he dies and falls to his death so they take him away and then so but he doesn't manage to escape so that's fine they save the town and then um i'm doing a great job thanks for noticing no 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 <laughs> no, no, no
1: van johnson you killed a man i know you I just killed, killed a man, man during this. Um,
0: yeah i was just like they could blaze up with that good. Quick, yeah um and then um and then Gene kelly and uh cedric are then you know reunited and then Mm -hmm. she's like i really wish you could stay and he's like i know i can't he's like i really do want to stay he does say he wants to stay and then um van johnson's like come on dude you're gonna give up your entire life everything that you have and everything that you know for this woman that you just met uh, to live in a city that exists only one you know one day every 100 years it seems kind of nuts so they then gene kelly comes to his senses of sorts and then he Mm -hmm. uh He says his goodbyes to Sid Charisse, and then they leave, and then brigadoon, 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 and it disappears. And (laughs) And then they go back to New York and um van johnson is in a bar a very crowded bar and he's drinking excessively and then he kind of you can tell he's kind of like annoyed by the entire prospect of being back because they mm-hmm. had been it had been, been months right and then yeah. um yeah i thought gene, that
1: part was great
0: i know it was that. actually kind of an interesting um kind of wrap up for that so then gene kelly meets up with his um his his uh What's it called when you're you're his fiance? Fiance. Uh, Yeah. I was like, what's it called when you want to marry somebody? Um, So he meets up with his fiance and she's completely oblivious to everything that he's feeling. And they haven't seen each other since he got back from Scotland because he's been putting her off. And then he ends up breaking up with her because he's like, I can't do it. I got to go back to, I got to go back to Scotland. I've got to find Brigadoon and Van Johnson's like, cool. Count me in bro. And then they go back to (laughs) Brigadoon where they found Brigadoon and it's not there of course and they're just like I don't know what to do it seems a little nuts but then all of a sudden Brigadoon reappears from the mist just like Donnie Most in Family Guy yep. and then the, <laughs> then Gene Kelly rushes in, as, in re- as reunited with his dear dear Fiona yep and then they live happily ever after one day at a time every 100 years but they never said Vance Johnson went with him. No, exactly. Really it's all open-ended what that. happened
1: to him. He was probably like, see ya. He's like, <laughs>
0: goodbye forever.
1: <laughs> I was a good friend.
0: He's like, I'll be <laughs> dead by the time you're back. And he's suddenly <laughs> Scottish for some reason, too. <laughs> yep. So that's basically the story of this movie. Um, cool. In a nutshell. Yeah. Um, So Kathleen, other than, was there any more costumes we really needed to talk about? Because you, you did, you waxed poetic about her, um, her white, her ivory gown at the beginning, which looks gorgeous. So was there any other costumes you want to highlight?
1: Well, I love her gown. I, um, I also really love, of course, her red dress that she wears Mm -hmm. at the wedding. I really love what her, um, the, the, um what the sister Jean wears at her wedding, her wedding dress. Oh yeah. Which like uh um, kind of icy Strikingly blue. similar color to the wedding dress that Outlander I'm just saying. <laughs> and um also Outlander has a special wedding dress or special red dress that she wears, I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of connections to this. But um outside of that, they're just really cool. I cause I love um in the wedding dress how um she's got all these like um like medals or like ribbons, I guess you to her sleeves. Oh yeah. Um, they're beautiful. And they're really gorgeous. And yeah, you can pretty much say that, um, essentially all the women's costumes are, I mean, they're almost wearing like a uh, ballet costumes, like the mm-hmm, equivalent yeah. of like 18th century ballet costumes. Not mad at that at all. They all look beautiful. Um, their hair is gorgeous. Everybody looks lovely. They just look like gorgeous little, they look like little spinning ballerinas in a jewelry box. Oh, Everybody yeah. looks gorgeous, mm-hmm. like little tiny ballerina Barbies, and they're um, <laughs> all, like, dancing around with Sid Charisse in their gorgeous little 18th-century-esque 50s um, dresses. They bring me a lot of joy, especially right now. I know, um, right? what else do i want to add to that please watch this movie it's, it's a really great good movie it was
0: really good <laughs> um
1: it's really fu- i think it has a lot of quips and and funny things particularly from like van johnson that you're just like he sounds like someone today um and that's where you could almost you could almost like visualize a remake that you could do with this because it is like uh you could do this even even more if if you if you gave a little bit more framework, sort of, to the time travel and all that, again, mm-hmm. kind of like Outlander, but like it's, <laughs> it's very <laughs> much of that. Like, uh, it's good, but um, whatever. It's yeah, I love this movie. Please watch all the movies right now that you can find on Amazon know, Prime that yes. make you happy, um, that um, lift your spirits. I mean, we've been and, talking on the um, we've been
0: talking on the on the Facebook group actually oh, about good. doing like maybe doing like a um a viewing party or something like There's we gotta gotta be able to do something so (laughs) yeah. so i'm it's there's a lot to watch tcm.com there's a ton of stuff to stream Mm -hmm. there like their app actually their app um if you have like a roku tv or um or an apple tv you can stream a ton of movies they keep all their stuff on there for a couple of weeks so There's time to watch. Mm -hmm. I just watched Gypsy last night for the 50th time. Oh, good. You know, it's always good. Because mama's coming out. Mama's busting it. Mama's. So good.
1: Sing out, Louise. I know. Yeah, it's it's so good um Um, and also don't forget all your documentaries um the one i just recently watched again uh, i've already watched it many times is the fabulous alan carr um Mm. if anyone um it's on amazon prime it's about a man who was a um a a producer in hollywood in like the 70s and 80s and i I, maybe into the 90s he produced some pretty iconic things uh greece grace too um even like the deer hunter like he did other wow. stuff but he's uh, a really interesting person it's a very well done well crafted excuse me oh too many miller lights um well crafted <laughs> um documentary um and uh like for instance i didn't know because uh, i grew up i love love so i love greece but i love greece too i love greece too as well i want to do a no one's really done a truly a love letter definitive wonderful podcast to just how incredible that movie is and how misunderstood and how overlooked that movie is and then come to find out and it's so validating to know this did you know that greece 2 came out the same at the same time as et
0: how the oh, wow. fuck do you compete with ET? I mean, of How, course not. It
1: it explains everything because that movie is fantastic, so and good. it's really sad that it kind of became a joke because it it sounds like um there was like some really great stories behind it and a lot of love behind it. But um I knew it I knew it <laughs> growing up watching it. I love that movie so much. So yeah, the fabulous Alan Carr is fantastic. I have to watch um, that. Uh, Yeah, it's like I said, I'm Amazon Prime. um, I love like going back to some of our favorite um, documentaries that I like the celluloid closet, which Mm -hmm. we often reference, which was made in the 90s. Um, But but all those uh, really great documentaries on like how old Hollywood and how these things were made and these people who did that are really great as well. Um, yeah. And also are very um, spirit lifting because you see often the things and the obstacles they went through to get there, and then all the great people who talk about them. So, you know, know there's a lot of great people in this world that uh, you know that want to see everybody succeed and see this this uh, see us all uh, not die of coronavirus,
0: <laughs> right? Oh, exactly. I couldn't put it better. Um, yeah. So. Um, yep. Got to give a huge shout out to uh, Mr. Larry McQueen for keeping the dream alive. Oh, uh, thank you. He has that amazing costume. He has another one from Brigadoon, which I think is um is a men's costume, but it doesn't, isn't equated to any one particular actor. So it might've been a background um, uh, Piper dancer. So it's like a background performer. So that's really cool. He has those when he, and he's preserving those. So. I mean, keep up the good work, Mr. Lear McQueen. Um,
1: oh, please. Uh, hashtag know. goals. Uh, they, you know, yeah. he's he's one of the, the great keepers. One of the greats. Of, of, <laughs> you know, doing the Lord's work, if there oh, is such a thing. Or as, <laughs> randomly, one,
0: as you said randomly one day, he's the goat. <laughs>
1: uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs>
0: I've never heard any of you said such a sport, and it made me laugh so much. But okay. it's highly appropriate <laughs> in
1: this instance. So
0: <laughs> um, with that, you can always keep in touch with us over on the social media and we are um, probably going to be a lot more active now than we would be normally. Yep. Cause you know, indoor children that we are. So um toot,
1: toot, beep beep
0: old hollywood um realness on Instagram and Facebook, OHR podcast on Twitter. You can join us over on the Facebook group where we're having discussions and you know people are sharing what movies they're watching in this, you know, in the days of being indoor children. So OHR podcast darlings, D A H L A N G S. You can rate, review and subscribe over on iTunes and you can give us a five-star review because visibility helps with our visibility and visibility is important um yeah p- um, we got a we got a five-star review from pd9612 who says bob Mackey, exclamation point what? i'm so impressed <laughs> impressed with this anniversary podcast <laughs> with the legendary bob Mackey. i dressed his shows back in the 80s when he brought it to san francisco i was so young and still believed in fairy tales congratulations heart emoji oh <laughs> thank you so much pd um and that's very prescient because tomorrow, March 24th is Mr. Bob Mackey's 81st birthday. Hey. Happy birthday, Mr. Mackey. I'm <laughs> wishing him a happy birthday and, um, I'll be wearing a sequence tomorrow. Of course, head to toe sequins in his honor. So, um, I raise a glass to that. Um, yeah. And that's pretty much all I've got. Kathleen. um, With that, thanks for listening to OHR, OHR, Sunday, Monday, (laughs) happy days. (laughs)
1: Test test beep boop. Test test beep boop. Boop boop beep boop.